with him. But even with everything going my way, that I, that damned I, followed my every move. The company's retreat was really just one of Mr. Allen's homes, nestled up in the mountains, but not too far from civilization. Home doesn't do the place justice. It was a mansion, large, ornate, and impressive. He had done all right for himself. Wow. Well, Bob, what do you think? This is incredible, Mr. Allen. And that view from the living room. I was fortunate when this piece of land became available. Sometimes we can even spot giant condors flying over the valley. Condors? Yeah, you know, vultures, really, but magnificent in flight. Yes, yeah, siree, up here you can really clear your head and calm your mind. Focus on the really important things. Bob, is something wrong? Uh... Uh, no, no, Mr. Allen. Oh, the eye. Don't worry. Everybody does it. No, about the account, I've got the projections. We just need to go over some of them finally. How could the fool think that I wouldn't notice that damnable eye of his watching through me as he went on about the wonder of nature and vultures, the calmness of the mind? A calm mind? What good is that to anyone? My mind raced, raced with fluid, mercurial thoughts. We got down to work, finalizing the Holloway presentation. It was brilliant, and Mr. Allen knew it, complimenting me on my hard work and keen insight. It pleased me to know that he appreciated my work. He... he was kind and helpful. A mentor like no man could ever have hoped to work for. If not for that, that devilish eye. Every time it looked at me, my blood ran cold, piercing through my soul like some dreadful beast from hell. What? <laughs> Easy, Bob. I just asked if you had the third quarter recap finished. I'm sorry, Mr. Allen. I didn't mean it's to... It's all right, Bob. We've been working all day. We should probably call it a night. You're right. I am getting tired. We'll get a fresh start tomorrow. Okay. Your room is just off to the right of the stairs. Oh, here. You'll need this. A flashlight? The upstairs is being rewired, so there's no lighting up there. When the sun goes down, it gets pitch black. We're stuck with flashlights and candles. <laughs> you go on up. I'll catch the lights. Okay. I climbed the stairs slowly, feeling the piercing gaze of that eye boring through my back, never leaving me. I reached the top of the stairs and turned to see it shining in the darkness as Mr. Allen turned off the lights. It was still there, watching, watching me in the shadows as I gripped the flashlight, fearing to switch it on, for I might see that horrid, grotesque eye. Bob, are you all right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Boy, you do need some rest. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Allen. It's all right, Bob. Grab some shut-eye. You'll feel better in the morning. <laughs> I lay awake listening to the wind rattling the branches against the window. I couldn't sleep. It could still see me, even through the locked door of my room. As the sleepless hours passed, 
I began to understand what it truly was. A thing of evil that tormented me, simply for the sake of its own amusement. It was then, yes, then, that I decided I would rid myself of its malevolent stare. I would kill Mr. Allen and set myself free of the evil eye. Oh, you would have been amazed at how shrewd I was. I carefully constructed my plan, and at the stroke of midnight, I took the flashlight and silently crept into his room. I was keenly aware of everything. The branches tapping against the window, the scent of my sweat, and the beating of my own heart. A sound so loud I feared it would wake him. Finally, I reached his door. I slowly pushed it open.